When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Everyone is Hot. I'm Michael Stevens. And I'm Shelley Brooks. Each week, we invite a guest to discuss their movie crush. And the film that proves that person is a stealth sex symbol. Hey, let's get horny. I mean, you walk into a place like that and the girls just want you. You know, you got that kind of face, kind of mean looking, but with character. The way you walk, you can only do that with a small body. Did you ever hear of a big sports car? I mean, if I looked like you... Oh, you are so idealized me. I mean, you... Uh, that was a bit of dialogue from the Elaine May movie Ishtar, uh, Ishtar. in which you heard, you heard very tall Warren Beatty saying to very tiny Dustin Hoffman how sexy he is because of his little body, <laughs> which uh, will tie in to this week's episode. Uh, so, yes, Shelley, perfect segue. Thank you so much. You are a genius. You are a genius. So am I. So is our guest, our absolute yeah. Queen of a Thank guest, you. an actor, production designer, host of the podcast, No Such Thing as Love, and who was once interviewed on the CBS Sunday Morning about the challenges of dating as a tall woman. You know her. I love her. We yes. all love her. Claire Burns. <laughs> oh. Hello! Oh. I love that sound cue. <laughs> it's also disturbing because it's children, no? Yeah, the you children know what? love Claire. <laughs> they do. You know what? You're the first they person. Really you're the first person to acknowledge that. So, uh, yeah. I um, don't think that's true. <laughs> children wait, really? scare me, so <laughs> that's how I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, both delighted and terrified by that sound cue. Yeah, I think we've had a couple of people mention like, oh, that's a bunch of kids. But I think uh, Claire's yeah. the first one to be like, well, don't like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you are correct in that aspect. <laughs> yes. Now, Claire. But I appreciate you, it. Yes. You picked just a perfect, 
perfect, perfect crush for this show. Tell Mm -hmm. us, who is your crush this week and what movie are they in? So my crush, I think people would fully understand and agree with, which is Danny DeVito. Absolutely. A a bit of a shocker for uh, someone of my stature, which is Um, 6'1". I think that the movie specifically that we're crediting him with this week is Ruthless Mm. People, which isn't like a a classically... um, his role is not great in this, right? He's the bad guy. <laughs> sure, like, I mean, the worst guy. Really? Yeah. yeah, you had an interesting pick of movie, but of right? course, we get to I think I was, I think I was just like mesmerized by the 80s, yeah. like sure. wet dream of it. You know, it was just too much. And like his melodramatic acting was just too exciting for me. Oh, oh I couldn't I so, deny it. I so get it. I so Thank get it. You. And we will. Definitely get into more details on this. Absolutely. Just just a bit. But Michael, first, could you tell us what is the movie Ruthless People about? A couple cheated by a vile businessman kidnapped his wife in retaliation without knowing that their enemy is delighted they did. Now, another quick peek behind the curtain for our (laughs) listeners. Um, Typically... (laughs) I would have a synopsis there that would maybe have like the year of the movie, the directors, mm-hmm. some of the actors involved. Um, but I was trying to copy and paste oh. this from IMDb hey. as we were talking. So no problem. To, it's, to add it's a direct- context. Yeah, we can get it. It's, it's directed by <laughs> David Zucker, Jim Abrams, and Jerry Zucker, and it was it came out in 1986. I mean, come on. What is it? A, a movie with three directors? It can't be bad. It's a lot of, it's it a lot must of directors. Be good. <laughs> it must have a very unified vision. <laughs> but Absolutely. I will say, I read on IMDb, this is considered like, or no, not considered, but I guess actually is the last of the like Zucker Brothers movies, which you might know them from such classics as Airplane. And yes. other movies. Other <laughs> They're comedies. Kentucky Fried Movie. Yeah. There we go. Kentucky Fried Movie. That's a good one. And we'll, of course, bring this up later, but it's also got a very, like, stacked cast. Like, you have It's fucking stacked. It's stacked. Bette Midler, Judge Reinhold, you've got Bill Pullman, and, uh, well. Helen Slater? Guys, come on. Anita (laughs) Morris, famous from Broadway's Nine. Come on, hello, famous baby, please. Very bad. I well, we got a lot to talk about with this movie, but I think Mm -hmm. beforehand, Michael, uh, I know this is always a a touchy subject, but I know Uh we're supposed to have a friend of Michael's in sometime soon. Hopefully, we have Uh, him. We we, we have him. We actually have him. Okay. Well, Claire, oh, you wow. don't know this guy, but he, uh, he he's an interesting guy. He's got this name mm-hmm. um, that I personally had only heard once before in the movie Rhinestone with <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. He's um, a real person. Is, he's a real person. But this is his real name. Oh, wow. um, and okay. it's... Uh, they call me I feel like that was uh, an aggressive way to say one's name. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it seems a little bit like it, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. This guy, this guy's a bit of an enigma. He's a little hard to pin down, but he's, you know, he's, he, yeah. 
we run into this pattern a lot where, you know, he's supposed to be here. He's not in the room. And wow. Okay. So should I like take we, offense? I don't think no, you should. No, no. Listen, okay. it's not you. It this is every it's every fucking episode. Oh wow. So, it's so like, I don't Shelly, Shelly, And it's like Shelly. Michael's friend, so it's like I don't feel okay. like I can like Come on, Michael. Shelly, I Shelly, clear. Like Yeah. I, I would really like to to keep things positive. Um, you know, it's oh, okay. a new day, mm-hmm. it's a new week. Uh Derek, hey Frankenstein. You know, we had a conversation, we had a chat, I spoke with him and Hi. I was like I was like, Hey man, look do you know who I have on? He was like, yeah. And I was like, no, 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 look at me. And, and, and I actually like, we were in person. So I, I like grabbed his face. I like grabbed the bottom wow. of his chin. And I was like, you need wow. to look me in the eye. And he said, I'm looking you in the eye. And I was like, like, look me directly. In, no, but really. Into like my look coordinates. At me. Like, look at me. Uh-huh. Okay. Because you need to hear me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which I recommend if you're having any kind of conversation, um, you know, like and did he like apologize for any of like the previous weeks when he's like not shown up and like Absolutely. said he's gonna be there a certain Absolutely. time and then like you've got said, mail. He said, um, so before I even read this email that he sent me, um, I will say, oh, so brought, that is him. That's him. That's definitely him. I, I see it in my AOL. Uh, email wow. Wow. Okay. okay. So uh, right. I will say, I think I need to be updated with your AOL information, Michael. I don't think I have that. It's uh, just like he like only just for the uses future. the AOL with this guy because it's like I use oh, a Gmail with him. So yeah, that's like, what I use. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't uh, know what this like weird thing of like talking okay, to him sure. on AOL is. Um. So uh, yeah, and my email is uh, crochyfan nineteen eighty five at aol.com. So um, okay, great. Thank if you. If any of you want mm, to I'll email me on on aol.com or mm-hmm. speak to okay. me, chat with me on AIM, even um, you can use wow. that. Um, but make sure but, to open with ASL, just so yeah, he knows yeah. who he's talking to. Yeah, just know, I want to know where you are, um, you know, just yeah. like what you're feeling and, you know, mm-hmm. gender identity wise, like it's definitely a spectrum. And, and we know you'll tell the truth because like yeah. none of us like as 13 year olds like went on AIM and said that we were, you know, like 19 or whatever. None yeah. of us no, did that. No, so no, we know no, it'll no, be yeah. true, whatever you say. Uh-huh. So, But um, yeah, I spoke with Derek. He definitely apologized. He cried. Um, wow. He cried. He cried. It was the first time he's ever cried in front of me. So I was like, "That's really a that's big bad. moment." And he apologized, Shelly, for never, ever getting your name uh, or memorizing your name at all. And he says, "Wow, you are yeah. a person that whose name deserves to be remembered." Uh, uh, so oh yeah. Did, and then, did what did he say? My name was. Uh, uh, he didn't. He said that he. That's not important, Shelly. Um, wow, he dodged that question. He what's really important? Just dodged that question. Wow. And your name mm-hmm. is Shelly, and I re- I reminded yeah. him that. And okay, you know I'm I just recalled wondering, did it. Did he know that? Yeah, but so okay. he did say he said Michelle, um, but it's okay. He thought huh. that Shelly was a nickname for. He thought that Shelly was a, it. It's you know my yeah, aunt's name sure. is Michelle, and we call her she- aunt. You know, Aunt Shelly. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so okay. it's like doing a, a lot of legwork for him right now. I know. I'm, I'm really. You don't have to carry his burden, Michael. You don't have to. Well, does, you... listen, Claire. He does this all the fucking time. It's like, wow. it's wow. like you. It, it, clearly, this guy does not care. So it's like, Michael, I I care about you. Let you, it go. Like you are my friend. No. Like I don't want you to be taken advantage of by this guy. You know. No. No. Michelle. But Michelle. you have a connection. We do Michelle. have a Michelle. Like hmm? you can't. Hmm. I'm sorry, Shelly. 
did I just call you Michelle? Wow. Oh my God. So, oh my God. It's like there, the, again, he's like this guy. I can't is believe like this. This terrible influence on him. It's like he's rubbing off on him. Like oh my God. I don't know what a hole he has over Michael. This is this is crazy. I, like what I'm, is the deal? Like is this guy just like so like alluring and like attractive? Like I. Right. Like so, what? What is this power that he has? I'm so surprised. Um, uh-huh. I, I I apologize for yeah. Um, I I apologize, uh, Michelle. Uh, really, um, uh, Shelley. But also, I mean, did this? God did damn this, it! Did this friend of yours? What's his name? Uh, Devin. Is it Devin? Uh, actually, yes. Oh, that's wow. one, that's one of is Derek Devin A. Drinkenstein. There's oh, two D's there, so you were Jesus correct. Christ. Absolutely correct. Um, I can't wow. win against this fucker. Like, oh, yeah. Th- yeah. did he say anything in his email? Like, is he coming? Is he going to come by? Uh, yes. Yeah, so it says, Doctor Drinkenstein says, "Wow." So he didn't even address me or you. Um, there's no hello. Does he have like an assistant? Email. Like, so Doctor Drinkenstein says after watching ruthless people. He is afraid a cocktail might provide an opportunity for a lethal poisoning, so he cannot, in good faith, provide a recipe. In you light of this, fucking kidding me. In light of this news, we recommend cracking a bottle of champagne, as Dan DeVito himself does repeatedly in the movie. You Who's know the what? we? Who's the we? <laughs> um, I actually think that's a real good. That's 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 real fun. Um, I'm actually really happy that he watched the movie. So yeah, that was nice. That's really nice. I think that's a really big step. And I and our yeah. yeah. I think that's well, a sign. Well, I okay. Yeah. I will also know so Michael forwarded this email to me. And so I will okay. also know okay. that he referenced so there's this guy that he always references. We don't know what mm-hmm. their fucking relationship is, but there's this guy Lorenzo Landini that wow. he he what keeps saying like Follow him on Patreon at Drinking for Artists or follow him on Instagram at Lorenzo Does Stuff. So I, I guess that's okay. the key. It's like him in this like Lorenzo sure. character. Like yeah, yeah. I've actually. But I, I, you know what? I no. I I, actually, I, I just want to. I I yeah. I hate I hate that he did this again. I hate that he skipped out on us. And I and like come on, pop a bottle of champagne. But listen, we've got such a good music cue. For this segment, that I don't care if we don't have a recipe, I'm playing wow. music. Okay, <laughs> okay, here we go. It, Ready? Uh huh. For this fucking show, fucking Derek Devin A. Drinkenstein says, "Hey, why don't you just pop open a fucking bottle of champagne like Danny DeVito does? There you go. That's your drink. Drink, drink up, fuckers." All right. That was great. I really thought that was a good reach, <laughs> Shelly. I think you did a really good job. Was- Wow. That was a great job. That was a great job. <laughs> well, that didn't sound ingenuous, Michael. <laughs> what? It, it was, I actually really meant it. I meant it. I liked Claire, your I'll accept, your, I'll accept yes, your words, Claire, that. but Michael, not so much. Oh, God. Anyway. It's tough. It's tough. Listen, I'll, I'll by proxy, accept them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this guy. I felt this, like that music cue, though, required a little bit of grit. Yeah. You know, like you yeah. need a little. It wasn't like too sultry, sexy. It needed to be like a little fucking this, fucking that. You I, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I support it. That's I why you did it right. That's yeah. why. That's why I said good job, Shelly. I was like, I like that. It was a different choice. It it's wasn't. Tone. It was yeah, a okay, different tone, and I All think right, you huh. used what you were feeling to, you know. Mm-hmm. 
there was a lot of conv- conviction, and I thought it was absolutely. Great. Well, you know what? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, with this wow. Frankenstein guy for now. We'll see if he comes next week. We'll see. We'll probably we see. All, him next we week. are always seeing if he'll come next week. We're he'll always definitely. waiting wow. for. Look, always yeah. waiting for Derek. He's he's gonna come next but, week. Trust and believe. Uh, that's okay. that's impressive, Michael. Your relationship with him is uh, is a curious one. Uh, I definitely has he proven that. to show up before? Um. So when we spoke in your yes- life, when he spoke yesterday, I was like, "Hey, man, mm-hmm. like I, mm-hmm. we need to talk. We need to have a conversation in person. Come to my right. house. Come to my room. We need to we need to talk." And he was like, "Absolutely, I'll come be to right your there." Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, very intimate. Well, that's where my air conditioner is. So oh, okay, then yes, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And so okay. we had a, I was like, come to my window. I'll be home, you know. Wow. Right. You know. Uh-huh. Were you playing an acoustic uh, guitar when you said, come to my window? I actually don't As know. Melissa, Melissa Etheridge. I don't know who that, who's Melissa? I don't know who that woman is, but. Um, yeah. How dare you. Michael yeah, yeah, yeah. was at Lilith Fair when he said but that. I, I did tell him, stuff. you know, come to my window. I'll be home soon. Like. Yeah. And, you know. For sure. For sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's All that's right. good. So he showed up for you. He showed up for that's me. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. so maybe I'm the issue here. It seems I'm the variable. Well, yeah. He'll show up for you, but not for us. It, it feels as though the common denominator is you. I hate <sighs> well, to say it, Shelley. You know, that's um. <laughs> just that's an interesting thing to know about. Here's what I'm gonna say. Maybe he's just not that into you. Okay. Oh wow! Ah! 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 Rip the bandaid right off! Oh! Listen, Claire. I, yeah, which I don't, means I sound... don't like him. I don't like him if that's the case. Ooh. I don't want to sound crazy, but you should maybe write a book with that title. Honestly, I've been tossing around the idea, and then maybe make a I'm movie in. with that title too. Only if Gary Marshall directs. <laughs> I mean, only listen, I think we've got something here. I, wow. I think this could be big. This is, this is a money maker if I've ever Holy heard of it. Holy shit. I gotta write a movie. Damn. It sounds like y'all gotta write a movie. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So, <laughs> speaking of movies, you like that? Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah I like transitions it. You got. We should we should always we should always like rate the transition this is like 10 out of 10 yes yeah like absolutely oh, yeah absolutely nailed it it's a convenient one when you're doing a podcast that's uh exclusively about movies yeah <laughs> right that helps it, com- it comes in handy uh so so as the listeners know michael and i pair a couple of movies with our guest's choice every week and we have a specific theme this week's theme is Short Kings. Mm. Yeah, baby. Oh, baby God. Love a Short uh, King. Michael J. Fox. It has been addressed on this. I, mean, I was going through my sort of like mental Rolodex because as, as Michael and the listeners know, I am a particular fan of the Short King. That is uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, I love that. Yeah. So I was going through my sort of like Rolodex of like hot actors who are Short Kings. And I was like, there's a lot of them and i like There's i've looked up i've spent a lot of time looking up actors heights online mm-hmm. and i think you can Same. always assume that what is online is like one to two inches taller than what they actually are absolutely correct yep. yes yes mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yes. So like you'll see like, oh, sexy short king Al Pacino is five six. It's like, no, nah, he's five five. Like yeah, at, best. Five, five. Yo, yeah, at best. Yo. <laughs> On I, a good day. <laughs> yeah. I saw that Robert Downey Jr. was like was listed as five eight, and I was like, that motherfucker no. was five six, five six two years ago. So absolutely, absolutely. No. unless there's oh, a growth it. spurt that happens. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, you're counting the lifts he's wearing. I, I, it simply can't be. God, he's wearing if lifts. Counting, Come on yeah. now. If we're counting the, the ditches that his female co-stars are walking in uh, during a yes. shot. Wait, wait. Exactly. I'm sorry. We need to, a hard pause. What is a ditch? <laughs> or just a ditch? Yeah. Just. Uh, or maybe we should say the apple boxes he's standing on. Sure. Next to Wait. the actresses. Are there shoes that make actresses shorter? No. I'm talking about a hole in the ground. A oh, hole. oh, 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 okay. I thought there was like a special, like, scientifically <laughs> that would impossible be shoe. It's like, yeah, this is like, wait, what? What? There's like... <laughs> Oh, like I a- hope that we should uh, <laughs> add in the episode description. This is the episode where Michael asks what a ditch is. Oh, wait. Okay. Now I know what a ditch is. I remember what a ditch is. I've seen a couple of those before. But I thought you were talking about a specific shoe. Like an anti-platform Like a Like a... Like basically, it would be a flat. It would be a flat, or I guess... I think a flat is what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, a, a shoe I- that makes you sink into the earth. So in in my head, I imagined like so. This is an action figure that I'm using to illustrate. Uh, uh, so Thank you. so this is the actress, and uh, this is her actual. Feet. This is a visual medium. But yes, the ditch the 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 product that my mind immediately made was like a shoe. Mm-hmm. It would look like uh-huh. a shoe, but she actually wears it around her around her calf, and. Uh, you know, thanks to like CGI, uh, like wait, yeah, wait. Have you? Did you all ever see Tim Conway, another short king, in Dwarf on Golf? No, no. You have to. We have to stop everything and watch it. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> it is amazing. Dwarf on Golf. Tim Conway. He. I don't know if he did it first on the Carol Burnett show, or maybe it was just some other sketch. I'm not quite sure. But uh-huh. he is. Yeah, look it up, Michael. I see you. Your eyes. <laughs> We're going to the keyboard. <laughs> but it's like they have the ground at his knees, oh, yes. so they have God. shoes on his knees. So then he just like falls over all the time and whatever. It's just it truly. I had completely forgotten about that until this oh moment of the ditch. Well, and it is- was so funny. It was so funny. I mean, I love what? Tim Conway. Hello. I mean, come on. How what is that um, insane Gary Oldman movie from a few years ago where he played a person with dwarfism? Oh, God. What? What? Yeah. doesn't feel right. Yeah. No. doesn't feel right. I mean, right not good. No. Actually, oh, this might, oh, again, all the eyes going to the key. No, we're all like, what? Look it up, look it up. I have not seen this movie. I have seen, it's called Tiptoes, which already, yikes. Oh, no. Uh, I'm scared. I'm too scared. Yeah. (laughs) Also, uh, one of our upcoming crushes is also in this movie, unfortunately, uh, which I think points to uh, what it is like to be in this industry. Mm. But yeah, this, if you have not seen the trailer for Tiptoes, 
Yo, don't watch warning, it. Don't watch <laughs> it. Um, Yo, I don't, think, to- <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a movie that I've wanted to people wanted people to not watch more. But my fucking god! Wow. Yeah. Ah! It's yeah. I a lot so of so movies- you did see it. You uh, thought I, you didn't, Shelley. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now, and I'm just like, ooh, God. Yo, yeah. Yo, fuck Ariel. Oh. Fuck that dude. Also, <laughs> oh, Not man. Right. We are, we are about to get into our discussion of our, our other movies, but I will say that there is a very disturbing fact that uh, one of our other movies that we have came out the same year as Tiptoes. And also has Peter Dinklage. I uh, it, the fact that like this movie and the one that we're about to talk about could come out in the same year is truly wild. Oh my god! That means one had to have been in the can for a long time. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or I think, yeah. it, I, like well, Tiptoe came out really quickly once they heard that like the we gotta get this was getting out. buzz. We gotta get this out. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Totally. Uh, I feel like that's, that's I, part of it. They're trying to uh, trying to run on that fame. Well, we just got a little a little preview from oh, Claire. That, so I one did of the, tease. No, no, no. Thank you though, because that's a good way to jump into it. So, as we said, our theme this week, the category is short kings, uh, <laughs> because we love short king Danny DeVito, and also, as we said, there is a rich, rich history of hot shorties. In mm-hmm. in cinema, Yo, so it's deep. Michael, we got two movies this week. Can you tell us what our movies are? Oh my gosh! One second, I I dropped my post-its for a second. All right, <laughs> uh, so cool. Uh, we watched some really great movies this week. Uh, I just finished watching uh, Anna Lucasta, starring Sammy Davis Jr. and Eartha Kitt. Uh, we also watched. The Station Agent, starring oh so many people. I just wrote so Peter many. Dinklage, but, uh, but uh, Bobby Cannavale, yeah. uh, Patricia Clarkson, <laughs> Michelle Williams, like really uh, fantastic uh, actors, and so. And I do oh. think it is interesting which episodes it ends up like. Oftentimes, we will assign each other movies. But sometimes one of us picks both movies, and so for a recent recording we did of like age-changing body swabs. Michael was the expert on that. He picked out the movies because he likes this topic. He's into it. As the listener knows, I love it. I am the short king enthusiast, so I was immediately like, listen. I'm on <laughs> I got it. two movies we gotta watch. <laughs> on it. I love yeah. that. Ugh. I am a lifelong Sammy Davis Jr. enthusiast. Uh, he is one. There are certain actors and performers that um, are just so unbearably hot to me that I want to cut my own head off. And I get he it. is one of them. <laughs> I love that. No, he is. I, I fully truly, support it. I truly got a job offer once because I went in and I had to do like a, a a test to see like what I would be like as a PR person, and I happened to get a project that was about Sammy Davis Jr. and oh I God. went in and immediately it was like <gasps> done. I made and this done. <laughs> How I perfect was like, is that? 
it was true kismet. Uh, like, yeah. I have posted multiple times on my Instagram a Photoshop picture of uh, Sammy Davis Jr.'s wedding photo <laughs> with my face on his bride. Wait, I'm obsessed. Body. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Oh, and God. I'm living. So, I have not looked at your Instagram prior to now. I must, yeah. I must do that. <laughs> you will find it occurs um, multiple times on like wow. Valentine's Day. <laughs> yep. I love uh, it. And I'll be like, me and my husband. <laughs> having so, a sweet one, you know. Having a good old Valentine's Day. So so this movie was Anna Lucasta, which I think is a, a really kind of strange, interesting movie for the time. Yeah. Um, so you just this, finished watching it, Michael. So what I, was your I, impression? So um, I just finished watching, watching it. I did a little Wikipedia research, and I was like, okay, so this is a remake of a version that was made mm-hmm. ten, like about 10 years before based on a 1936 play. And so I was like, ah, oh, really interesting. The ver- this version with Eartha Kitt and Sammy Davis Jr. is like an all black cast. So it's like, you know, it's like, oh, it's interesting. And I'm like, I, I mostly was happy that people were getting jobs. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> right. yeah, good for, good for everybody getting jobs right. and stuff. But um, Sammy Davis Jr., he doesn't, the role that he plays in this movie, Danny, um, it wasn't huge in the original version, but they expanded it in this remake because it's like, hey, you got Sammy Davis Jr. Like, what are we going to do? Sammy Davis. Um, yeah, what else are you going to do? Come on. So. Uh, and did they add the dance sequence? That dance sequence at the fucking end? Oh, God. Yeah. In my notes, I have like dance sequence. Better than right? sex. <laughs> Better than sex. <laughs> oh, God. You see his little ass. You see. Uh, I mean, Eartha Kitt's yeah. little ass. You see everybody's oh, little ass. Oh, God. I'm and like, this is so Michael, thank you oh. so much for bringing up his little ass because I do think that that is one of the strongest parts of Sammy Davis Jr. I mean, there's it, his, you know, his talent. There's his, sure, like, sure. beautiful face. There's, like, his tight little body. But he's got, like, a truly rock-hard ass. He's got a rock. He's, he's, he's an atom. He's, he's an atom. Like, he's... Uh, he, so like, much. people talk about, like, like Gene... I mean, they talk about Gene Kelly's Gene ass, Kelly. but yeah. like, to me, Sammy Davis Jr. That was a big one growing that's, up. Yeah, oh. that's the that's the hard ass of of old Hollywood for me. Him, for, like, sure, for sure. When he like throws his arms in the air and he like wiggles around, yes. it's just like whoa, whoa. That's like the best dance move ever. <laughs> if you got a little ass, look, <laughs> everyone shake it to, ev- to everyone shake out there that. with a little ass. If if you're trying to attract people. Just, uh-huh. just jump your hands in the air and and just and just shake, just shake, like <laughs> side like side to side. <laughs> yeah, do like a little starfish. Yes, yes, that makes starfish. That's yeah. a good one. Starfish yeah. in the yeah. star starfish <laughs> as high as you can, and then just just fucking shake, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh. and I think that this was based on correct me if i'm wrong but i i there was obviously the earlier movie but i think it was a stage play originally yeah stage play 1936 and like for a polish family right yes 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 yes. um but so i watching some of these scenes in this movie so obviously they like expanded the role for sammy davis jr because like there is you know it's a sort of like kind of conventional melodrama of the era like eartha kit plays like a girl from a good family who's like fallen into, yeah, I don't know, sin because she likes. Yeah, she was, she was sleeping around. <laughs> she still have, yeah. have concerns about her father, but please proceed. Yeah, yeah fuck her dad. Is, Discuss. We'll yeah, the dad's terrible. Uh, and like, yeah. it's like her her salvation in the movie is she's gonna marry this up upstanding farmer, 
uh, who is a good man who doesn't drink. He's not a drunkard, Ugh. and he doesn't. Yeah, fuck him. He never fucks. <laughs> what a bore. <laughs> yeah, what a bore. he's this boring fucking stiff. And then like Sammy Davis Jr. is supposed to be this sort of like dangerous like other option that she has in her life that will like lead he's her to like dissolution yeah he's a sailor and <laughs> he's like weirdly like almost like kind of polyamorous like yeah, yeah. but just... i you know, why is it for back then yeah and i cool. think that like this the script seems very sort of like condemning of this character but i think that that's why like sammy davis jr because of like you know Hollywood was and is racist, but it was even more racist back then. Never got to like play the sort of roles that like a Marlon Brando or someone would play. Absolutely. And also you had like the Hayes Code in effect. So you had these like very strict ideas of morality. But he Mm -hmm. takes these lines that I imagine almost like any other actor playing them. And he's just got like such a natural sort of like vulnerability and sort of like softness to him that like, there are lines where he says things that, like, if another actor did it, you could see it being like, God, this guy's like an abusive maniac. He's going to fucking kill her. Absolutely. But when he does them, you're like, oh, he's charming just, as fuck. He's in <laughs> love with her. And, yeah. like, he yeah. recognizes that they're both kind of seen as sort of like, like societal casts off. Yeah. But, but yeah. he, like, really believes in, like, the kind of, like, freedom that they have. And he wants to, like, share that with her. Like, Oh, and like the stuff when like even after her dad like fucking like beats him up or he or like after that no he like fights with Anna Lucosta and she's like no I'll never go with you whatever when the dad starts right. like going to like beat up on on Anna he like still like defends her and like it, he's just, I find him like so beautiful in this he's role. Be- he's beautiful. He's beautiful like, in this role. He's yeah. beautiful. beautiful as oh, it's, oh, he is yeah. Yeah, breathtaking like he's, in this He's role. sexy, of course. We're talking about like people being sexy and like he looks great in his like little sailor yeah. suit and he looks like sexy for smoking sure, and stuff. Sure. But he's cool also guy. just like such a fucking heartthrob because he's like so sweet. I I I fucking read uh a lot of just Sammy Davis Jr. retrospectives like a, a couple mm. weeks ago. I don't know what was going on in my life that led me to <laughs> you know what it was? They cast You're feeling it. They cast Jeremy Pope, the beautiful man. Yes. As yes. as fucking Sammy Davis Jr. and I was uh. deeply offended by it because it's just like he's yeah. like conventionally Hollywood beautiful, too playing. hot, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like Sammy Davis Jr. What's so beautiful about him is mm. that he like everything about him is upsetting. Was upsetting <laughs> to like everyone at the yeah. time. Like the Rat Pat, yeah. were cool with him being around because it was like, oh yeah, you're like the ugly guy. But they didn't fucking understand mm. why people were attracted to him because he's yeah. drawn to him his, yeah because you know he doesn't have like a straight nose and he's you know yeah. a person of color and one eye yeah yeah like all these things but it's just like nah there is like a very palpable vulnerability behind that and it's yeah. it's always been there he's got this mm. need to entertain and to make people feel good and like you yeah. see it when when he's doing his work, and so as this character, well, it's like, oh, he just got to just be Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's like that heartbreaking story that I think it was in like a, a Vanity Fair article a few years ago about him and Kim Novak. You know, that's were the one dating, that was one of the like, ones I read. <laughs> yep. well, yeah, I haven't read that. 
so him and Kim Novak were like in love, wanted to get married. And, you know, Mm -hmm. they were both under contract with the studios and they like went to, I think it might've been Daryl Zanuck. I might be wrong, but like they, they both, you know, had to sort of like, of course, at the time, everyone had to say like, you know, who they were dating and like how we're going to spin the story to like create our like Hollywood dream or whatever. And apparently Zanuck, I think, told Kim Novak, like, you know, we, we wouldn't really mind if you like were going to marry a you know a black star, but at least like make it Harry Belafonte, someone like who's wow. hot. Ugh, that sucks. That hot. No. Sucks. It's so shitty. God. It's so uh, fucking uh, shitty. Uh, and it's like he's so yeah. he was so fucking remarkable. It's like he was good at fucking everything. And like like you said, Michael, yeah. he just had this like this need to be loved that was like so sort of like palpable in in his work that like makes him it's like impossible to resist him. Cause like he, God, it's just, he's so open and vulnerable and like, God, to be like a, a genius who is like consistently like denied the recognition right. he deserve is like it on the one hand, it's like f- super Ugh. fucking shitty and it sucks. But on the other hand, you see some of these geniuses who like get all of the accolades and become monsters and I don't think he ever yeah. became a monster. I mean, I, his politics got kind of bad. Like, he became a Republican or whatever. But, like, mm, but it yeah. seems he like he to always... be like, it is born from his fucking fatal flaw of just yeah, wanting to be Yeah, exactly. But it seems like he always kept his, like, humanity in a way that, like, some geniuses don't. And I think it's in part because of, like, the fact that, like... He was continually like, knocked down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, like, so I think that, like, yeah, it's, like, so tragic, but I think it's also, like, part of, like, the greatness of his artistry, you know, that, like, he, he always felt fucking human, like, God, he's, oh, God, he's so hot. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God, but, yeah, you guys, like, alluded to the dance scene, and, like, that is... So the dance scene, I thought, was very interesting. I thought it was so bizarre how they shot it. Yeah. Mm. Did you notice how they shot it like from above? Yeah. Like yeah. she was looking down on him, making him smaller than he actually mm. was. I thought that was such a weird choice. Yeah. Because it seemed like at the beginning they were trying to not show their height, right? Yeah. Like the, the first scene, they're not standing next to each other until they start dancing. And that's like so, so hot to me because it's like she I know, right? at the same height, like, oh, and he's ah! such a good right but like i think that that was i feel as though maybe i'm giving more credit than it's due but i feel like that was a choice right Mm -hmm. because if he walked in and we immediately saw that they were the same height Mm. the general assumption would be that we wouldn't find him as attractive yeah yeah at the time so i watched how they moved her like she was sitting he was standing and then he went to sit and she came and sat on his lap like they never they did not stand next to each other until he went to take her to go dance and so we were distracted by that yeah right right? because i think that that was an obvious thing but then i thought it was very bizarre to then see like she was looking down on him in mm. the dance sequence, which I thought was very yeah. strange. Whoa. And, again, and I, I don't know like... if that was, it felt pointed enough that it was a choice. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not and sure exactly. I, I think the they do that. emphasize that like the sort of like square guy that she's like supposed to end up with as like the moral Ugh. choice. That he, 
he's always framed as like tall and kind of strapping. Absolutely. I'm a tall Which, bottle boy. He was that. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think he wasn't as tall as like her brother-in-law. Yeah. I mean, she's but, he wasn't so tiny. So like it's she's easy to sort of like tiny. create that impression that he's this like know, towering, right? like manly guy that like, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's a great call. Oh, I also fuck that, like, Rudolph. <laughs> Rudolph. Oh, what, wanna... what is the line? I have to find it. Rudolph, Rudolph that's, that's not a name. Farmer. That's a cigar. Uh. It's a cigar. Rudolph isn't a name. It's a cigar. I was like, what? Uh. Apparently, there were cigars named Rudolph. I yeah. Don't yeah. Know. There's the Rudolph cigar, and there was Rudolph Slocum. He sounds like a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, there you go. 100%. Yep. God. Nailed oh. it. God, yeah, no, it's, God, they're such a hot couple, and it's, like, everyone else in this movie is, like, such a sort of, like, morality tale, and, like, yeah. you know, it's and just they like, are it's... just, like, <sighs> the ending they're so me. alive. I was about to say, so charisma. how do we feel about the ending? Because I was very mm. upset. I was very yeah. upset. I was like, fuck this movie. Fuck this whole movie. Fuck the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I was pissed. It's like we, it, it, from my perspective, I'm like, oh, they're setting up Sammy Day. Like he's flawed. He's got fucking mm-hmm. issues. Sure, 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 sure. But compared yeah. to the world and the life she's gonna live as a fucking trophy, it's just like, oh, yeah. You, like, would you rather be with somebody who's like, you know, like, yeah, you're the the same. You cut from the same cloth, or like, yeah. here's this fucking piece of shit that's gonna say you can't fuck anymore you can't do this you can't do that and he's like hey i want to fuck and go to brazil like whatever (laughs) i don't have it all figured it out i don't have it all figured out but like you know yeah i'm trying my best go you know yeah like oh god it's like i don't like i wrote i wrote down a few of these lines where he says like in their scene where they're like fighting in the house where he says like Mm -hmm. you and me baby we're the real stuff and like when she he like predicts that she'll come back to me he says when you do i'll probably take you back because i'm just about as weak as you are and like mm-hmm. he he doesn't bad, de- bad. you could easily deliver those lines to be like such a scumbag yeah. but he makes uh-huh. them just feel so real and like that he recognizes that like when he says that i'm as weak as you are it doesn't feel like a judgment it feels like that he just like knows her and he knows himself and like he doesn't see like that weakness as like a moral failing necessarily he just sees it as like that that they both want this life that like is not seen as acceptable but like but he knows that they both want yeah -hmm. yeah it's almost like the versus this pretend life of going through getting married to the right person Mm -hmm. like having the family whatever not that so therefore empty and bad (laughs) 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 like those were the only two options back then right you're a whore you're the mother Um, of course (laughs) of course of course i mean that still stands today please know but uh yeah it was i it's so true because there were so many lines i was like oh what a line but it wasn't Mm. as creepy or disturbing as it could have been coming from yeah. a different, a different actor. Oh, absolutely. No, for sure. And I think I got that- very upset though at the end. I'm so oh, sorry. Yeah, I did. No, I just have to. My one statement. I know we're not focusing on the father because the father is a demon. He's man. the worst. Let's just say first and foremost. My one note is like, what the fuck the is wrong with him? Yeah, terrible. <laughs> He's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> and I was like so upset. I was so annoyed that Sammy Davis was like, go in and say goodbye. Your father's dying. 
Because it's mm-hmm. like, fuck him. Fuck leave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was so annoyed that he was like, but it's your father. Even though mm-hmm. the whole time he had been like, fuck your dad. Like, let's go. Yeah. Like, that really annoyed me. Because I was like, wait, we don't care. Just because this rule of like, your yeah. father is so powerful and knowing. Mm. It's like, no, who f- this man was evil and horrible. If he's dying, let him fucking die. This fucking guy. Am I uh, cold? No, no, no. 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 You're I mean, fucking Sammy, right. No, Sammy in this movie very much felt like an actor. Normally, I would not, you know, advocate for an actor working against the script or working against the direction. Right. But thank God that he worked against the script because like he made yeah. it so much more interesting. Like, cause clearly the script was no, calling for yeah, yeah, a yeah. very different kind of performance. And he yeah. was like, mm, uh-uh. <laughs> not for me. Yeah. Not yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. so uh, something that I find very interesting about our group of movies today is that like Sammy mm-hmm. is like, I have read some things about how he sort of like would throw sort of like everything into all the performance he was doing because like, he knew he wasn't going to get a lot of on-screen opportunities. So he yeah. was wow. like, I, I got to like show all my chops. And yeah. Peter Dinklage and the station agent is doing the exact opposite, which is something that like, wow. I... So true. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you. This is a transition. Thank you. Hot episode. <laughs> thank you. Okay, Shelly. Okay, Shelly. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Guys, guys, please, please. I'm just doing my job. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay. All right. All right. But wow. I, I truly admire like actors like this, where like they can so underplay. Because like I cannot do that at all. I am so fucking loud all the time. And like he he that. is so good at doing almost nothing, nothing. but it's saying like <gasps> so much and his he is... performance is so calm yes but yet oh. so intense right yes! like it's just it's fascinating fascinating oh there's so much like roiling under the surface at all times yeah. oh it's so hot <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is i must say and yeah. i have to say it was nice to revisit I'm not a Game of Thrones fan. Mm. I hate to say it. Here I am. Oh, neither am I. I've never watched a I've never episode. seen it. Okay, go. Never seen it. Good, I, have any, I watched like half of one episode. I was like, no, why Incest? am I trying? No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's too dark and dirty for me. Like physically dirty. You know what I mean? Yeah, not yeah, yeah. like, ooh, you know, R rating. Sure. It was no. just. And I don't like yeah. CGI like, dragons. I don't want them. Yeah. I'm like, take a bath, turn on a light. You know, I'm like, I can't. Um, but to see young peter's face mm. again without the beard beautiful he looks so cute beautiful he's beautiful. so handsome he so it's like cute. he's so oh. handsome that first shot of him like when you like get the sort of like shots of new jersey and then it like cuts to him like in close-up and he's like in that shirt and tie and smoking that cigarette i was like what a dream this is so fucking hot <laughs> what a yeah, fucking yeah. dream boat like yeah. <laughs> what a fucking dream oh he's got so many shots in this movie where it's like the camera fucking loves him. Like he yeah, is got like he's got like a perfect sort of like I unfortunately have never seen him on stage. I hear he's great on stage. I would love to see I, him. That I makes perfect haven't sense. seen I'm unsurprised. Yeah. But, yeah. But he's also just like I mean, I only I've watched like maybe half an episode of Game of Thrones and like yeah. I it's it's not my bag, the sort of like fantasy kind Same. of serious thing. But I also feel like he was like doing a lot on that show i'm sure yeah i'm he, sure he's so good at doing like 
stillness in a way that feels like fraught with meaning. So like he gets all of these shots in this movie where it's truly just him like smoking a cigarette or like putting his shirt on where you're like, I feel like I know this guy's whole life. Yeah. Right. Just like walking. So good. So many of the shots in this movie are like just repeating shots of him walking down a track or like the rail deviating from a track. And it's like, Oh, I get it. Uh, Ooh, symbolism. (laughs) But uh, they are, he he fucking nails them. Um, He knows how to choose scenery with like very, by doing very little. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then it feels like so powerful when he like has like a big scene because like, I mean, this is like a very, it's a 2003 indie drama. And I love a 2003 2003 indie drama. It feels so much. It's like, I have feelings, but I don't love that. I don't know how to get them out. I have, I'm angsty. I have feelings, but they're just boiling and boiling. And somewhere in the third (laughs) act, they'll come out. It'll be a very basic confrontation. And someone will say, Hey, fuck you, man. It's just like, oh. And then it explodes. Tears. Tears. (laughs) And I, listen, I love this movie. I I have watched it several times. I really like it. But I do feel like you could watch the first, like, 45 minutes of it and be like, man, if this movie was just in French, like, it would get so much more attention. But then it adds, like, two, (laughs) two, like, two too many, like, tragedies into it. And you're like, no, this is, like, a 2000s US indie drama that's like doing a little 100%. too much. <laughs> but there's something very European about it. And I don't know yeah. why. I feel like the, I think going into it, the first time I saw it, I knew it was a US based, like Jersey yeah. based. But it's still, maybe it's just because it's that small depot, right? Yeah. The station is like very European to me. But I still have in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, all these American actors did this European indie. Right? <laughs> I watch it, I'm like, wait, not at all. At all. I feel like you get this real, like, like Eric Romare sort of like feeling until Michelle Williams is like, I know, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> then you're like, oh no, this is like a little right. like Sundance right. movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Dumb. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, that's a little bit too much. But well, man, is... I will say, yeah. I I hate to, you know, I hate to objectify our crushes, but of course, that's what we're here for. If that's what that's, we do. That's, that's, what, we're that's here what this for. podcast is all about. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's our job. It, it Truly, like, this is our livelihood, guys. It really is. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not making any money. We're spending money. Uh, hey, hey, hey. We're making money. Always, we're always. Making money and this is how I eat. So, uh, please yeah. yeah. God please damn it, Shelly. That's, that's how we pay our rent. Come on. Totally. We're professionals. God yeah, damn. we're you're professionals. But the scene where he first comes into the station and he's, like, gotten rained on and he, like, mm. takes off his little white shirt and then he, like, but we can't call it a wife beater anymore. Tank no, no, no. Tank top. An Tank undershirt. Top. An undershirt. 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 I, yeah. honestly, <laughs> I got angry the other day because on another podcast, someone called it a wife eater, which I have been calling it for a while. Oh, <laughs> wait, wow. A wife eater? Yeah. Like her pussy. Because uh, you're going to eat your wife out because you you're wearing like a, okay. Yeah, because you're like okay. a hot guy and like you come home and you and appreciate the, your wife. And, and you would never, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't lay a hand on her, but you would eat her pussy really good. But right. somebody else used like a podcast before I got to record it. And I've been saying that for a while. 
Uh, yeah, Marcus here. Did you send yourself a letter, a registered letter? I with that listen. statement a long time ago because I think that works in court. I, yeah, I, I sent a form off to the patent office and I didn't hear there anything back. So. Oh, well, that's I mean that's on them. I don't know what's wrong with yeah, them. That's, you gotta... that's fucking capitalism for you. Am I right? You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, well, I'm listen. gonna start saying that too. Wife eater. Okay. Wife eater is Noted. good, right? Eater. Yeah. I like it. I like Wife. it eater because you uh, love mm-hmm, your wife mm-hmm. then you love as, her puss as the as the uh devil's advocate of that statement uh yes <laughs> who's probably never going to get married um uh <laughs> you know what like i'm not trying to eat nobody's wife i'm not i'm not like i'm trying to just eat <laughs> random people in the street which is why i like tank mm. tank top like tank top wow, we're just top. keeping it very neutral keep like i i like hey you're not my wife but you are a random person in the street. <laughs> tank top. Tank top. All right. I just think it's See, the most tank inclusive. Top. Tank top. I guess. You know? I don't know. But there's like there's a certain image that you have when you say the the artist formerly known as wife beater. Correct. That Correct. you know, of it being white ribbed. Because it's the undershirt. The sweaty. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. A tank top, top is like you can wear any time, right? I wear yeah. a tank top with a skirt. I dress it up. I dress it down. A day, tank night. top is like a, a teenage girl in like Sophie shorts and uh, absolutely right? Delilah. What's her, what is it? Hey there, Delilah. What was that? Hey there, Delilah. New York Delia's. City. Delia's. Delia's. Oh yeah. Delia's. Oh, yeah. Or like theirs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You, like it's right there. You yeah. wear your tank top and your Sophie shorts when you're coming home from cheer practice, but you stop at Claire's sure, to get sure. your ears pierced, you know? Boop, boop. And yep. to that I say, you know what? I could pull off a tank top better than any 13-year-old girl could. Yeah, uh, Honestly, could. I could uh, not agree more. You're hot as fuck, Michael. Uh, yeah, if I get the spaghetti straps and everything, it's Ooh, just like, boom, boy. done. Watch Michael. out! Eat their lunch. If I could see you in a <laughs> you know, goddamn pair of Sophie shorts... Rolled up three times the waist. Get out! I had umbras. Oh. The umbras rolled up. Yeah. There you go. I want to see Michael in some rolled up Sophie shorts and a pair of UGG boots. Uh, <gasps> there we go. I, I would. I would. I. I would. And a Starbucks. The shorts, yes. Starbucks, yes. UGG boots. I might beat my sweat. So. Yeah. Oh, that's true. We'll uh, what about a pair of Birkenstocks? Birkenstocks. Are those like sandals? Yes, that's are that was like all sandals? the rage. Of course they are. <laughs> yeah, I've never worn a. I'm a person who's never worn a pair of Birkenstocks in my wow. god in my goddamn life. So um, Claire, that's... I don't know if this is a teenage girl thing or if it's a South thing. It might be. We're both from the Maybe. South. Maybe that was. Mm. I feel like Birkenstocks are German. Let me let me look up black. So they well, are black people well, I, Birkenstocks. My <laughs> understanding is that Birkenstocks are that's German. Lesbians and teens in the South in the early 2000s. I cannot argue with any of those points. Right? It's, but it's I thought, Michael, if you were to go to Lilith Fair to see Melissa, Melissa, Melissa Etheridge, Melissa you would be wearing. If you were listening to Melissa Estridge, you'd be wearing some. She's a dream. Birkenstocks. She's, she's a cover band, if you will. <laughs> Oh, guys, sorry. Speaking of Lilith Fair and just general sort of uh, lesbian stuff. Good old uh, days. 
I so as you guys know, I'm in Turkey right now. There are a lot of um, like electronic covers of popular songs here that people listen to. Love it, love it. I heard uh, an electronic cover of Fast Car, and I what? <laughs> what? You got a fast car. I'm obsessed. Stop. And I said something about it to my my friend that I'm staying with, and I was like, "Oh, well, I never heard this uh, lesbian anthem as like an electronic cover." And she went, "Wait, Fast Car isn't sung by a man." What? <laughs> Tracy. You know what? When I love Tracy, she was like, "But she was like, but their voice is so low." And I was like, "Well." Well, uh, you know what? Uh, Some women's voices can be low. Yeah, I was well. like, <laughs> here's a book on gender. <laughs> she was like, oh, I was thought it was about a guy like getting out of town. And I was like, no, it's about lesbians. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I love that. Oh, the best. Very anyway, good. we've talked about Lilith Fair. We've talked about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> But now let's get to the real meat of this thing and talk a little bit about (laughs) our crush this week, our stealth sex symbol, which is Danny DeVito in the movie Ruthless People. But Claire, before we really get into discussing the movie, Michael and Uh I like uh to do a little bit of foreplay beforehand. Ah, Oh, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah. Get me in the mood. So Michael is currently sharing uh, some little bits of trivia about the movie Ruthless People. And okay. we <gasps> Thank you so much. are going to play a little game called the Sexy Trivia. Uh, in oh which God. each of us will read a piece of trivia about the film Ruthless People in the sexiest way possible. I love that. Mm. Oh, Michael, <laughs> would you care to start us off with trivia number one? Oh, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> this one, the debut film of actor Bill Pullman. Bill mm. Pullman. Bill Pullman. Now, is this wow. Morgan Freeman? Who is this? No, this is not Morgan Freeman. This is a different <laughs> African American elderly person. Oops. <laughs> it's okay. You are forgiven. You are forgiven. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is, I'm trying uh, to get to know you. You're a coterie of actors that you do. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this one got me. <laughs> no, this is uh, uh, Jor- Jordan, Jordan Stillman. Jordan oh, Stillman. That's the name of this guy. Jordan Stillman. <laughs> Not wow. well, thank you Freeman. very much. <laughs> thank you, Jordan and Morgan, for for your contribution to this little game of ours. I don't know why you're thanking Morgan. He's not even here. This is Jordan. <laughs> Only Jordan. This is Jordan. Oh, sorry, Jordan. <laughs> now, Claire, we yes. got a little piece of trivia number two over there in the chat. Would you number mind two. reading that out for us? Sure. Madonna (laughs) was originally cast as Barbara Stone. The role later went to Bette 
Riddler because of artistic differences between Madonna and the director. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, God. You. You're too much. You're too much. Uh-huh. You're too much. Oh. Too much. Jordan no. respects that. I respect that. Oh. Thank you, Jordan. Thank As you. As do I. Oh, now we've got one final piece of trivia to, to bring to you. Please take us home. This last little little tidbit for you all is that Bette Midler claims that Danny DeVito called her twice after the premiere of this film, once to congratulate her, and a second time, 20 minutes after the first call, during which she and Midler both broke down in a nervous frenzy over how terrible the movie was and how their careers were over. The film went on to become a box office smash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Also, I fucking love that. That they called it, that he called the second time. And they I love like, it. Yeah, That's yeah. so funny. I love that. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck did we do? Oh, it's God. so oh, bad. No. Take it back, take it back. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely incredible. Some great trivia for this movie. Gotta say. For sure. Weird movie. But it's I so weird. Enjoyed it's it. Weird. I really liked it. It's so weird. I, I loved it because it didn't, it never stopped. You know what I mean? Like yes. there was always some new villain, always a new <laughs> issue, a new like it was just constant. Like what is happening? Another oh. bottle of chloroform. It was like it just kept going. <laughs> so many twists and turns. It was truly wild. Uh, so okay, so Danny DeVito is your crush from this movie? Yes, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. You I'm gave obby. us of of. When we invite <gasps> guests onto this program, mm-hmm. we ask for like a few different suggestions of crushes that we might talk about, our stealth sex symbols. Uh, you gave us a, a a very varied list. Which, I really did. Which we really appreciated. Uh, but so we have to ask, do you have any sort of like typical type and like would a a Danny DeVito fit into that fold in any way whether it's physical whether it's personality Mm -hmm, whether mm -hmm, it's humor mm -hmm. you know well I think yeah I've gone all over the place can I say Mm -hmm. that much yes you um I thank you so much I (laughs) for quite some time like I said I I have been a heightist Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not proud of it, but I think sure. accepting and acknowledging is um, yes. part of therapy. Yeah, I am, mm-hmm. again, 6'1". So mm-hmm. I think when I was younger, I didn't fully, under, you know, I was short or whatever. Like one of my first huge crushes was Michael J. Fox. <gasps> yes. Of course. One of the top tier short kings. He's one of the, one of the top. Like I had him all over my bulletin board. Yes. Oh, you amazing. know. Love that. Loved, loved. Is it fun that he's not there? I don't see. Oh, oh. oh I'm here. I think he's just. Okay. Take take it a just little time. Ta- catching up. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that it was okay. Because I'm here. Anyway, You're all good. Yes, yeah, so I love Michael J. Fox. I love Chad Allen. Mm-hmm. 
Do you remember Chad Allen? I'm oh, a little bit older, I think, than you also. I Chad yeah. Allen was an after an hour house, also on Little House of the Prairie for a oh. little bit. Came out later as gay. And oh. it was all very exciting. I even had his like teen people cover on my bulletin board as well. well don't mean to sure. don't mean to flaunt it. But I oh. I'd say that the humor and the confidence has been more of the attraction. Like Chris mm. O'Dowd is one of my favorites now. <gasps> yes. You know? Oh, wow. Ooh, then, I love I, this. Chris O'Dowd, how can you not? But, I like, mean, he's a typical tall, like funny, cute, whatever, sure. but not like classically attractive. Yeah. Have you seen him drunk on The Last Leg? No. Oh, there's a very good British talk show called The Last Leg. It started with this old IT crowd guy, right? Well, no, no. Uh, Richard Ayawadi is on there sometimes, but it okay. started, I, I might be getting, I might be getting this. I think it, this is correct though, that I believe okay. it started okay. during, uh, the London special Olympics. They, cause it's a show okay. hosted by, uh, performers with, you know, uh, disabilities. And okay. so, but now it's, now it's just like an ongoing like talk show. Like Love I think it, it originally it. focused on the Special Olympics, but now it's just like, I just have like people on. Um, yeah. Just like random for whatever reason. But Chris O'Dowd came on. I think it was like on a New Year's episode and okay. got he was like completely smashed on the show and he was so funny. It was amazing. It made him like. Wait, I'm obsessed. It made him like even more charming than he already was. He, See, he was, I love him. He was like a fun drunk. <laughs> I love, I would expect nothing less. Yeah. It was, like, it's he fantastic. Adorbs. He's he, so he's, adorable. And the Irish. I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. Come but on. I have to say that one of my, one of my favorite, um, well, favorite, I don't know, an awakening I had mm. was with Mary Stuart Masterson. Can we just say? Because oh as a heteroflexible bi woman, yes, Mary Stuart Masterson and um, hello, fried green tomatoes, <gasps> yes, and also what the hell the name is escaping me? Some kind of wonderful. Oh yes, my that God. was a big one. Some kind of wonderful. I love movie. that movie so, so much. Good. So uh, good. Oh, indeed. <sighs> Thank you. She's so hot. Benny and June. We got all of those. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Benny and June. I forgot about that. Can I you will say, yeah. Mary Stuart Masterson, that I don't know if you guys would feel this way, uh, but rewatching The Station Agent, I do uh-huh. think that she and Patricia Clarkson maybe have a similar vibe. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? as soon as you said rewatching the station agent, Ooh. I was like, Yes, the connection with yeah. Patricia Clarkson. I love Patricia oh, Clarkson. She's like, also a hottie, hot, hot, hot. I'm hot. Hot, hot. hot. Oh, God. Hell. I try to. Oh. Hot. I try to keep it professional while watching, and I, I definitely did succeed, but like. <laughs> You see, like, the side of her titty in that movie, and it's just like, Woo, what's up? Even just, like, seeing her, like, calves behind Dinklage's head, I was like, oh, God. When they kiss, <laughs> when they kiss on the lips. The kiss is so good. The fact that she's so just good. a little bit messy and wear she's got the, the paint clothes, I'm like, I'm, I'm an idiot. Yes. Yeah. That's, like, an easy, that's an easy... If I, like, I'm very easily seduced, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> oh, this lady's a little sloppy. She wearing paint clothes. Oh, hell yeah. Like, that's. <laughs> Listen. So, but DeVito. Yes. 
DeVito. DeVito. So I think, oh. I mean, Steve Martin was like a huge crush of mine back in the day. I think there's like the humor and the confidence. Yeah. Right? Yes. yes. That supersedes any height, mm. any face. It's like, mm. if there's a fucking confidence in who they are, yeah. and they also make me laugh, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm on God. my back. You know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Love. Oh, I so get it. I definitely, I think part of my, my short king fascination is that, uh-huh. like, I, not to pathologize or anything, but I think oftentimes oh, no, no. because there is a lot of pressure put on men to be tall, Absolutely. I think there are a lot of short men who compensate by being really Overly funny, having com- a lot of yep. confidence, be taking up space in a room. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. you know, mm-hmm. when you yes. see a short guy, like, lighten up the room beside some, like, Fucking tall ass. guys who are just, like, duds. It's yeah, so hard. Yeah, they haven't had to work for anything. They got to work yes. for it. Yeah. Uh, Shorty's got to work. I I know. I think something with, and I'm realizing this with more and more therapy, I understand that a little bit of my, not a little bit, the majority of my heightism, if you will, is 100% my own insecurity. I just want to put it there. Oh, of course. Please know that I'm aware of that. (laughs) As much as men are criticized for being short, women are criticized for being tall and taking up space. uh, Right. Just not petite. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you want to be the woman is supposed to be smaller than the man, yeah. right? And it's like mm-hmm. that whole that's the what's been forced into our brains. Sure, and sure, so sure. the idea of being with someone smaller, especially if I'm feeling particularly heavy, mm-hmm. right? If I put mm-hmm. on more weight or something, I'm like I'm mm-hmm. going to crush this person. Or as I'd like to say, I don't want to go into a restaurant and say I'd like to have dinner and they say table for one and then I step aside and he's behind me. You know what I mean? Like I want, like, no, it's table for two. Right. Um, It's like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to take up that much space, you know? So I feel like having someone at least of equal height, I typically Mm. am like, okay, I feel, I feel okay. But I'm, you know, it varies. Do I see myself in actuality? With someone the size of Danny DeVito, maybe not, because sure. I will feel very insecure at all times sure. about how large I am. Mm-hmm. But I do no. understand it is my issue more than anyone else's. Oh, I I get that a hundred percent. And God, as we were leading up to this recording, I was thinking about my own sort of preferences and my love of right? like short kings, but also uh-huh. in the women that I'm interested in are usually very yeah. tall women. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, so what is it about my sort of like psychology that I, I like a short guy, but I, I think it's in part because when I see a woman in her body is more similar to mine, I like her being taller because of my own sort of hangups. It's our own screw ups. Let's be honest. It's what it all comes to, baby. What we've been programmed, you know, it's like what we've been taught. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Michael, what are your thoughts on like on a short king? Uh, on a short king, uh, all about a short king. Uh, when it comes to like <laughs> guys specifically, like, all right. So I, I watched uh, when I watched uh, Ruthless People. I also watched mm-hmm. Twins immediately after to, uh, to really just fully understand uh, this attraction because it's like Danny DeVito is sexy, and so uh, yeah. yeah, he's sexy as fuck. And uh, I don't know. I, I, a lot of my uh, 
attraction and like uh, I don't know fucking standards or whatever have been uh they've been put they've been put in my brain through fucking comic books. So like uh. Danny DeVito reminds me of uh Wolverine from the X-Men like he's the way Wolverine is actually supposed to look. Wolverine's 5'3". He's like a short man. And so Oh wow. Yeah, like a, like, like a man that's like small and full of energy. I'm like all about. Um I am average height. So like I really can't complain about shit. I have uh very <laughs> I, I, ha, I have no interesting thoughts. Um like I I've dated people that are taller than me and I've dated people that are shorter than me and each time it's like ah I'm big now. Great. Or like ah right. I'm little now. Great. <laughs> like but that's because you're confident in who you are, right? So mm. if you could see how, like, if you had any slight insecurity about always being the big one or always mm. being the small one, how if someone exasperated that oh. insecurity, it's hard to find that attraction. You know, like, you yeah. don't necessarily want to be with Absolutely. them. I mean, for the for the longest time when I, like, first started dating, uh, a lot of my friends were... Uh, like heterosexual cis men so anytime i'd be with somebody that was like bigger than me or taller than me mm. you hear like shit right. that they say and it's just like uh fuck off suck my dick bro you're not getting laid so yeah. uh <laughs> you can you can right. fucking you know you could get fucked or or i guess right. maybe not maybe not get fucked or maybe yeah, or, exactly <laughs> you know. remain unfucked yeah rem- right. remain remain <laughs> um but yeah but i i do think going back to what you were saying with like the personality yeah right and like mm-hmm. having to just having i'll say it, a lot of experience yeah um <laughs> i will say that some of the best lovers some mm. of the best most delightful people to be around mm. are usually those that are not as tall or yeah. if they're taller, they really did not become attractive until later. Like they did not grow sure. into themselves until later. If they were yeah. tall and somewhat attractive in their youth, sure, most likely they're built big dull dud. Like mm. because they haven't had to work for it as much. Yeah, that's, no, I think that's my assessment. Yeah, I think definitely think it's true that um, a small guy eats pussy better. Yeah. Whoa. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Never. <laughs> a pleaser. That's, that's not based on data. That's purely anecdotal. No. But I think that in general, small guys are better at eating pussy. This is factual. Uh, I mean, I think personal fa- data has proven. <laughs> yeah. You can check the, the fucking uh, na- yeah. national database uh, eating pussy. Uh, you can... Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Library of Congress, maybe that's where it is. <laughs> yeah, the the Pussy Institute of New York. If you, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Puny, yeah, puny. No, puny, puny. A hundo. Yeah. So okay. So there's lots of short kings out there, as we have established. Yes. But what is it about like Devito, particular, that like gets you all hot? I think it's that he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know, he's like, motherfucker, this is who I am. And we're going to have fun, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this rewatching Ruthless People, because I watched it obviously years ago, a couple times years ago. Um, So rewatching it first, I was like, oh, he's so young. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he almost has 
half of his hair. Yeah. Very cute. <laughs> I also love a balding man. I do love oh, a balding same. man as well. I do. Balding man. Balding oh. man has got to be another episode later in the yeah. future for sure. Yeah. I, I, mean, I literally made a note, like, as I was watching the movie, like, I am sad that, like, all these guys get, like, hair plugs now because I miss yes. when people just, like, balded like normal humans because yeah. I find it so attractive. It I so love good. a balding man. Yes. I know. And oh. also, a little shaved head. Mm-hmm. I love a shaved Woo. head. He's like, go with it. Yes. You know? Oh, God. So, yeah. Uh, a sort of half bald head, like, we in... Again, to go back to the station agent, Richard Kind, who has showed up in multiple yes. movies that we have done on this uh, podcast. I love Richard Kind. Man, when he started losing his hair, oh, he was looking good. <laughs> I love him so. He and I work out at the same crunch <gasps> gym. Don't mean to brag. Oh well, my well, God. well. Can you tell I'm an outsider? <laughs> I mean, I met Richard Kind all of one time through work. <gasps> He was wow. so sweet. He was like the nicest man. Yeah. I, God, you know, I, we watched him in some movies where he was younger and he was a nice looking mm-hmm. guy when he was younger, but yeah. truly he is aged like a fine wine. Like a fine wine. He, he that's a man who was meant to be middle-aged, you know? Yes. I think that I'm meant to be middle-aged as well. That's a fun Same. place to be. I don't yeah. think I ever was supposed to be young. I, I think really I'm going to be a cool, so. like, old woman as well yeah 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 Uh, i'm already excited about like the tunics and big jewelry i'm gonna wear i'm just like collecting it and i'll transition to that woman at some point have a long like gray beard such art teacher vibes yeah yeah art teacher yes i love i love that rules anyhow yeah but no danny devito i think (laughs) not only because of his shortness but i think his body type has also mm. like his rotundness if you yeah. will right yeah. so it's not so i think because it was like this is funny yeah this is funny who i am yeah so i'm gonna lean into this and like make the most of it oh it's that absolutely I yeah because I think that like a Sammy Davis Jr. and like a a Pierre Dinklage like their proportions they they still look like they should be playing like kind of serious roles you know right whereas like Danny DeVito's got like a sort of like unusual shape and he was never like you know I made this this note as I was watching about like Bette Midler that she plays a kind of like grotesques in a lot of movies in a way that like doesn't feel misogynistic like it feels like she is in on the joke and oftentimes like women who will play roles like hers are seen as like the butt of the joke in a way that's like kind of uncomfortable to watch but you never feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable watching her and it's the same with DeVito I think that like yeah you you know like he's in charge he's the funny one yeah he knows what he's doing like yes that's a very good way to put it yeah He's not the butt of the joke. Yeah. Unless he wants to be the butt of the joke. Yes. You know? Like, absolutely. He's in charge. It's a... Uh, oh. Like, after after watching Ruthless People and immediately watching uh, Twins, where he plays, like, a sort of, like, piece of shit who's, like, getting laid, right, right, laid right. all the time, uh, I, like, totally... Like, watching that movie, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't need to suspend my disbelief or anything to believe that this dude is getting laid and fucking... Yeah. all yeah. the time because this guy is yes. like he, he is a ball of, of fucking energy and like they right. do make a lot of jokes um but it's like it's him doing physical comedy just like doing right 
doing the best. He's like, oh yeah, I can do this. Only I can do this. Yeah, I'm God of Comedy, uh, Danny DeVito. Um, right. And it's funny to see him paired against someone like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's supposed to be like this objectively beautiful guy, he, but he plays right. a non-sexual being. And it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. nah, this If I had to fuck one of those two, I would fuck Danny DeVito. Like DeVito every day, morning, yeah. day, night, <laughs> evening, like punch in, punch out. Hundred yeah. percent. Yes. Yeah, because they're also yes. both playing like these extremes. Because it's yeah. like Arnold doesn't yeah. look like a. He doesn't look human, really. Yeah, like he, he looks he, like he's a buff twelve-year-old boy who's been stretched out and like. Right. It, yeah, he's like he's, an alien. He's like. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Yeah. No. And it's like, yeah, that God, that movie. I can't wait for us to like do an episode about that movie. But yeah. But yeah, sure. but I I get what you're saying, Michael. That you can absolutely see like why all these women want to like fuck Devito in that movie. Because also, I mean, yeah, you again, to go back it. to the station agent, like immediately every woman wants to like kiss peter dinklage <laughs> yeah. that movie yeah and i love it it's so much because i'm like yeah i fucking would too because he's like so handsome so and he's like that. so soulful and he's like kind of sad and you want to be like "Ooh, i just i want to like make him feel right. better <laughs> i kind of think but oh, i think the, yeah i get it the perfect <laughs> counter though is bobby bobby Cannavale. i was just like, about yeah. to say yep. it's such a fucking counter like he's because he is like attractive tall dude you know yeah, like yeah. typically what people would be drawn to and i think he hot 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 and he's yeah. very, very confident yeah, yeah. but because of his kind of idiocy and like just yeah. fumbling like and like goof. talking yeah. the, you're like shut up yeah this mysterious like sexy guy yeah. who's like not giving anything up and you're like Ooh, right. what's his deal <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely no. Claire, do you remember what your like first movie crush was? You know, I was thinking about this and I I have to I think like I was saying before, Michael J. Fox was definitely up there, but he sure. that was from TV. Mm-hmm. I think I watched so many classic movies and so Ooh. many dancing films. So like oh. Front Stare and Gene Kelly. Like Gene Kelly. Yes is up there like an american in paris was truly one of my favorite movies growing up like i just i rewatch it like four times a year i love it so much so he's got to be up there even though i don't know if it was necessarily gene kelly that i was in love with you know what i mean it was his ass just like it was his ass thank you and honestly i'm a forearm gal he's got some good forearms he's got a little like popeye shit going on yes he does he does. And he knows like the way that he wears his shirts and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's rolled up just <laughs> enough so you see. I highly recommend oh, wow. revisiting. Forearms. That's oh, such an interesting forearms. body part. Oh. Yeah. It's also Isn't very that telling that when I watched that movie as a teen, of course, my crush was on Oscar Levant. Of course. <laughs> I mean, he's superb. How could Come you not on. love that? Come on. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, oh man, a snarky Jewish musician, sign me up. Right. Oh, yep, yep, that Gosh, checks she's out. Too good. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, but Gene Kelly's so, yeah, a I good, good one. Gene Kelly was definitely up there. More of the more of the dancing, if you will. And then Clue was my other favorite movie <gasps> growing up. And so, but I wasn't necessarily like 
sexually attracted to I just loved all of their characters and as a <laughs> child wanting to be an actor I just wanted to play all of the characters you uh-huh. know absolutely so I rewatched it so many times just for the fun of that but yeah oh that's so good yeah. those are Leslie and Warren I did love Leslie and Warren oh as the yes. Scarlet. I gotta yeah, watch oh, we've got like a few like <gasps> Broadway babies coming up in this one. Leslie Ann Warren, she was in uh, a little night music, wasn't she? And uh, maybe I believe a revival so, yeah. of it. Yeah, and Anita Morris, we had in Ruthless People, yes. who did that famous sexy little dance to a call from oh the Vatican. Oh my god, in Anita Morris. She had that famous commercial Christ. where she's believe. like, "I can't show you my titties." <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not those. Words, I feel like but... <laughs> close enough. You got you Pretty got the close, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that role in Ruthless People is like the role I would die for now. Yes. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. Oh, oh my god, god. I would love that. You get to make love so it. many to one-sided that, like, phone calls while you're filming. <laughs> so many one-sided, but great split-screen work. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, oh bravo. yeah. Oh my god. I thought god. that was very good. And the hair yeah, and but the I outfits. Was like, Oh, she had so many fuzzy sweaters and a little, <laughs> like she was sexy but evil mm-hmm. and had this like play thing and Bill Pullman. I loved it all. I was like, Which- I want to remake it for this role alone. Yeah, and I cannot believe that was Bill Pullman's first movie because he's wild. so fucking funny in this movie. Yeah, he's, he's really <laughs> he's great. so funny. So funny. <gasps> he's so good. Also, his passport picture is maybe my favorite joke in the movie. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's so good. The other thing is when he's wearing his sunglasses at night about to film in the car. I'm like, dude, you can't even see. He finally takes them off when he starts recording. But I'm like, how did you get set up at night in the hills? Like, what's going on? Oh, it's so good. Well, Michael, we do like to do a little game as we wrap things up. Would you like to introduce it for us? Oh, my God. Claire, you know this game. Uh, Fuck, Mary kill. I know it. (laughs) Fuck, Mary Kill. So we got Danny DeVito, Ruthless People. We got Sammy Davis Jr., Anna Lucasta. And we got Peter Dinklage, the station agent. So fuck, Mary Kill. How does how does that, how's that go for you? I feel like it's not going to be a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it is. I'm going to say fuck Sammy Davis Jr. Ooh. I feel like that's a good time. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That's a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That little butt. We talked about it. <laughs> Um, I'm marrying Peter Dinklage because that's like a, an enigma wrapped in a mystery, whatever it is, you know, it's like, we've got a lot, but I feel like he could be a, um, I could get frustrated because he's not telling me enough, yeah. you know, like share at the end of your day, please. You know, but I feel like we could work on it. Yeah. I feel like he's respectable and simply because of the evil in the movie ruthless people we got to kill danny devito (laughs) he's the worst (laughs) with an od of chloroform (laughs) Uh 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 which also doesn't work the way that they pretend it does it's very convenient in this oh yeah it's just very yeah i know It's too much. And the fact that he was like about to kill the dog. I was like, wait, I forgot this part. There was like, thankfully no animals were harmed, but there was like twice he tried to kill the adorable little poodle. And they've got a big yard. If it keeps pissing on the rug, just take it outside. Right. Just take it. Yeah. Also, also who's feeding the poodle? Did we ever talk about that? No, they never address any of them. This is the problem with me. I know. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Major Michael, 
this can either be about the actors themselves or about the characters yeah. they're playing. So the characters, I always, I got to look at the characters that they're playing because that's the most fun. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so hard. Um, mm-hmm. That's what makes it so hard. Dan- I think I base mine on the characters for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Danny DeVito. Yeah. We have some latitude here. Danny DeVito in real life, I would, I would marry like, oh, like, yeah. Yesterday, but yeah. The character, oh, yeah. The, even like Danny DeVito in Twins, but this is Danny DeVito in Ruthless People. He plays a piece of yes. shit, and he does. I, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta kill that guy. Um, yeah. I gotta kill that guy, and I gotta explain. Like, look, in in another in other dimensions, you're very cool, but I, in this yeah. one, in this world, I gotta fucking kill you. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, oof, yeah, killing Danny DeVito. That's such a it's tough. Ugh. But ruthless people, Sam Stone is who you're killing. Yeah, Sam Stone. Yeah, dickhead. Yes. Sam dick. Stone. All right, we would you. never kill mm-hmm. Danny DeVito. Come we on. We would never, never kill Danny DeVito. Real life Danny DeVito? Oh, God. Never. God. Never. Uh, no. That said. Uh, if you I would so- kill Danny DeVito, then I say, Michael Stevens, retire, bitch. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't say that. <laughs> don't tell me retire. <laughs> I, no, I got <laughs> many years of work. Yeah, I just, I just gotta bring in this classic Devito tweet, you know. Oh God. <laughs> um, I love. And then, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I gotta marry. I, it, it's the same, Claire. Uh, it's this, it's right. I gotta marry uh, Peter Dinklage. You know, mm-hmm. like the trains, all that shit. Like wow. we would have, oh, yeah, we have a good time, and like I kind of really love someone who knows who likes being alone. <laughs> like yeah. the, the most attractive thing to me in like an ongoing relationship is somebody who's like, Oh yeah. Like if we can go two weeks without talking to each other and then speak in two weeks and be like, Hey, what's going on? I like being around. Right? That shit is like, that shit makes me so fucking horny. <laughs> I love that shit. Um, and then Sammy Davis jr. I, <laughs> I would not marry this character, but I would absolutely yeah. uh, fuck this character. Um, mm. Sammy Davis Jr. in general, oh, sure. I I probably wouldn't marry. Um, to be honest, but we would have a good. Uh, There's a lot going on there, but we would definitely, <laughs> you know, we would have sex casually and be very cool about mm-hmm. it. I think it would be very cool, sure. like very mm. mature, very like open, communicative, yeah. like good re- <laughs> good friends with benefits. And I, I think personally, like. Sammy Davis Jr. specifically, I'm like, uh, eh, he's like, how tall is he actually? He's five three or five I think five four. Five four. Okay, he's five four. I'm five nine. So like Ooh, I don't know. Hot. Like on 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 paper, I think that we're like compatible. Like we're Yeah. You know, I'm I'm like a For little sure, bit sure. bigger than he is, but not that much bigger. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, ah, we're just two not that big we're we're not big guys, <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that logic. It's yeah, like, and we're both, true. we're both, we're also both entertainers. So I'm like, hey man, like let's let's make yeah. porn for people who like people who are not that big. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and uh, I feel like uh-huh. he'd be he would be down. I like that. So yeah, he okay. would. Yeah. Interesting. Mm, okay. Hmm. Okay, Shelley. Now see, I'm going to feel like I always end up doing this gonna take a you gotta go against the grain yeah i gotta go against the grain because if i go by characters i would have to agree with your choices right i would have to do the exact same thing 
That's, so I'm going to yeah, go by clear with those characters. Yeah. It's clear cut. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go with the actors. And I'm going to say, hmm, this is very hard. This is hard. It's very hard. This is the hardest are, one I think we've had to do. This yeah. is maybe the hardest one we've done because I am like exceptionally horny for all three of these people. Yeah. Um, I think I would have to. God, this is really hard. Okay. I'm going to say, okay, I will start out by saying I will fuck Danny DeVito. Okay. Because okay. he good. strikes me as like a really good lay. Yeah, he's. I think he'd yeah. be. Like, yes. Yeah. A very enthusiastic, so fun, fun so funny fun. lover. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. And this is. God, this is very hard for me to say, but we know. I see how tortured this is, this is for you. This is, God, this, that's why I didn't go with actors, because actors is much harder. Much it's harder. honestly hurting my feelings. Um, but as we've established, I am a full-on Sammy Davis Jr. fanatic. Yeah, yeah. So yes. I, I have to marry Sammy. I think it'd be yeah. a very dramatic relationship. I think it'd be a lot of ups and downs. I think we'd be you know, have battling neuroses that we'd have to deal Absolutely. with. But I think it'd also be glamorous. Yeah. It'd also be sexy. Ooh. It'd also dangerous. be fun. It'd be dangerous. So I think I Passionate. have to him. And unfortunately, God, I love him so much. And just based on his relationship with his own, like, cool theater director wife, I think it'd be cool to be married to Peter Dinklage. But, I mean, if that's the only option left, then I, I gotta, wow. I gotta off the dink. I also feel like he would understand. Off the dink. <laughs> he would be like, absolutely, I get yeah. it. He'd be like, I think he's got enough respect to. for the medium that he'd be like, listen, yeah. Sammy's a legend. If it's between the two of us, then you have to do what you have to do. You know? I sacrifice myself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He would, he'd I say think that he's he'd a good understand. enough man that he would do that. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, he, which also makes it harder, you know? It, because yeah, it's like, which, damn it makes it fucking such oh, a stand-up guy oh no he I would know. single single tear he'd say he'd say he'd say shelly we're not we're not compatible we're not compatible shelly yeah. like, oh, yeah. he'd make up a reason do that it. it was like not my fault that he'd like he'd yeah. make me like mad at him like someone in a movie so that then right. like once i like stormed away then the tear would fall and he'd be like absolutely that's what i had to do god oh, he, this just makes me hurt he's a good guy yeah. he's god, a good guy this is this is this was the good fuck Mary kill. Um <laughs> it, it ended in like an unexpected way, but I'm I'm kind of like genuinely kind of upset, you know? Like kind of like Yeah, but I think this is the only way it could have been. Think ended. of his kindness. It's like I watched well, Andal Costa will... again. Oh my god. <laughs> that ending. I can't. We simply can't. I'm going to go back to the fact that I mm. read mm. and the Bet Midler statement that you were talking about the idea of madonna playing <laughs> this role insane like i would have hated yeah, that yeah, absolutely. No, it would, have it would not have okay well madonna acting let's not but <laughs> i think specifically because we gotta have a little bit of sympathy for that midler yes. yes you know we would not have had sympathy for madonna. not at all no not in the least Bette midler at can all, play right? a bitch and you still like her also like, oh, we gotta uh, love her she's talked about how she went to so many fat farms and they're like, you lost 20 pounds and she steps on the scales and she was apparently 140 pounds to start with. Right. Uh, and she is like crying from it. And also yes. how long of a period is this? Like yes. less than a week. Yes. Right. I'm like, but she bitch. did like a lot of push-ups, So it's she understandable was, that she, she lost 20 pounds. Okay. Thank you. 
God. Push ups and sit outs. That's what you got to do. Folks, you heard it here. <laughs> you sure did. Uh, I'm a health coach now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Claire, okay. So we heard all about your amazing crush. And now we want to hear a little bit about you. So what would you like to plug? What do you have coming I feel like up? I've what I've should people follow? i myself so much today. No, um, in, thank in you the for best asking. Way. <laughs> yes. Well, since we are talking about crushes, I do have mm. a podcast, like you said before, called No Such <laughs> Thing as Love. Uh, my co-host and I talk about our dating failures and I say failures because we're still we started the show five years ago mm-hmm. we did not think we'd still be doing this <laughs> this time <laughs> like what has happened to us so that's us um but anyway no so that is what um we're on Instagram no such thing as love show and you know podcasts wherever so yeah that's pretty much what I got going on right now Excellent. And my Instagram, of course, on Claire LBS, Claire Pounds. Oh, <laughs> I don't have okay. issues with weight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Amazing. Well, Michael, where can people find us? Oh my God. I don't have our pay I don't have our thing up. Oh God. And everyone can follow us. God, God. <laughs> Shut up, everyone. <laughs> okay. Follow us at Everyone Is Hot Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And that's one as in the numeral one, not O and E. Everyone is hot pod on both of theirs. And if you go onto Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars and tell us your crush in the review, we will read it on air. And Michael, they gotta give us a description, right? Please they give us like a give description. Us give us context. Like you can't just be like, yeah. oh, you know, like oh, Ray Romano. You gotta be like, hey. Here's Ray Romano. Here's how it would happen. Here's why it would happen. Um, all the where's and the what's and ha- all of it. All of it. I, mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. it's, it's I useless. I speculate that Ray Romano has uh, nice, small areolas and a big fucking hog, right? Something like that? That's good. Is that true? I s- yeah. I be- I believe uh, that's, that's true. It's like I said, I speculate. I found it Library of Congress as well. Yes, yes, to, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Yeah. I looked at the uh, production notes for The Irishman. They were in the Library of Congress. And uh, Martin oh Scorsese did note in one of his working scripts, uh, Ray does have small areolas and a big fucking hog. So. Right. There we go. Yeah. Back. You know, right. If you can't trust Marty, who can you trust? Who can you trust? Uh. Guys, this was a fucking delight. This is so fun. Claire, so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for being here, Claire. And Michael, thanks for always being my little Uh, horny buddy. Shelly, thanks for for being my my pal. Thanks for being my my horny pal. (laughs) Yeah, we're a couple of horny pals, and we love you all the sugar things. and Sugar things, tits, taints, and all you people out there. Lots and teeth you know, and toes. Yeah, whatever you got, we it's it's good. Love you so much. <laughs> and listen, as you know, what we really want for you to do is to stay horny. Hold up! What was that? 
boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.